the last few weeks or today is your first time, it is so good to have you with us. And, and right now, come on church family, can we give every uh, new person just another big round of applause this morning? So good to have you, fantastic. Wonderful to have you with us this morning. And, and, and I love the fact that here at Elam Christian Centre, we exist to be a centre of hope, to reach, to serve and to influence our community, our streets, uh, our neighbours, our world for God. And, and one of the things I love that if you don't know uh, who we are, we're that church that will do everything we can to help people to know God and to, to teach him what it is to follow him. A, a life uh, serving uh, the God of the universe is, is an incredible thing. But, but here's the thing, we all do have a past, we have history. And, and a part of our, our, our plan is what we, what we believe that God gives us and, and hope in our world is to be, that we can find freedom from those things. That kind of sets us up to discover our purpose and, and that's how we can make a difference uh, in our world. It's, it's such a great thing to know that you are not a mistake. Uh, that God has a plan and He has a purpose. And it's fantastic to see your smiley faces today. It is so good. So, so good. And hey, now, well, I need to give you some updates first uh, around some of the things that are going on. And, and, and come on, I've got a quick video that we took last night about our building update. Check out this. We have the fastest builders in the whole world here. Right, I'll give you commentary. So this, this uh, what they're working on here is, is from our main foyer that is going to go down through the warehouse. So almost like the main hallway down to the auditorium. They don't, they're actually on a really good alley rate, these guys, because that doesn't take them long at all. Um, but so there you go. So they're pulling apart. They're there. They're chopping things out, moving cables and, and walls and things. And, and it's just been so good to see the progress that is happening there. It's fantastic. Here, yeah, they'll be finished this job in any second. I can, give you, I can give you their name if you like, other they're really cheap, really cheap, but they're good. Fantastic, eh? So there's the open double doors and, and all those kind of things that are going to go through there. It is so good, so exciting. I can't wait to take you there and, and show you all of that as well. Uh, also, what I wanted to let you know today, today we're starting a series called Love Mondays. Uh, and it's all about, about our Monday to Saturday. What does it look like? It's kind of like, our, our, what does our faith look like? Uh, every day of the week. Uh, what do we do? What do people notice about us? Uh, and and we're, we're going to have a conversation over the next few weeks uh, about this and what this looks like. Now, now here's the thing. Let me see a bit of context for a start there. Is, is, uh, is work, uh, we, we all work whether we know, know it or not. Maybe that's paid employment. Maybe that you're a home executive. That's fantastic. And maybe you work with children. Maybe you fly planes. Maybe you're studying. Maybe you're at school. Uh, but here's the thing. We, we want to get into a, a discussion over these next few weeks uh, about that, how God uses us uh, where we are and in the marketplace of, of business or study and, and that, that He has a plan and a purpose and, and we're going to have some good challenging discussions over the next few weeks. But we're also uh, going to teach you about, about why, why God created work. Wouldn't it have been so easy if He didn't? <laughs> but here's the thing, that he's got, there's a plan and a purpose for that. And, and I think it's, a, it's an incredible strategy, you and I, from Monday to Saturday, uh, to, that we are able to influence our world for Him, for Christ. Uh, as we go along, also, I'll just get it out of the way there, but we do have some, some uh, little booklet handouts that, that if you would like to uh, purchase. These are going to be $7, uh, $7 uh, just at the foyer there, but, but some great little devotions that will kind of go along with this series. First time we've done that, and, 
Uh, and the man who's written this, uh, this book, he's Simon Green, and he's going to be with us in a few weeks' time. So, uh, so we're going to have a great, a great morning. Come on, we better pray. Father God, this morning... Lord, we praise you for your goodness, oh God. Lord, we thank you for your love towards us. And, and Father, I pray today, would you, would you give us ears to hear what you're wanting to say to us, Lord God. Lord, I pray that your word would speak real clear to us, Lord, and, and that, Father, you, you would help us, Father God. We would hear some things today that will help us tomorrow on Monday. And, and so, Father, today, I pray, Lord God, Lord, we give you, uh, give you our full attention, oh God, right now, Lord, that you would speak to us, I pray. In Jesus' mighty name. Come on, everyone said, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hey, well, we're going to start off. I've, I've uh, randomly selected a couple of people to help me right now this morning. So kind of not too random, but I have. So, so Peter and Kirsten, do you want to come up and give me a hand right now? Come on, big round of applause for them. Now, at the start of this series, uh, this, well, we're, we're going to really look at today about influence. And, and what, is, what is influence? How do, we, how do we as people influence or how does the, the situations we face, maybe our experiences and, and things in life, maybe our upbringing, our filters, they, uh, we, we all uh, cause us to have a perspective on different things, like perspective on people, situations we face, uh, and all of those kind of things. So, so you guys, this is great. Now, I am going to ask you to close your eyes at some time, eh? This is very cool. So, uh, Peter, why don't you stand with you? Kirsten, why don't you come on this side over here? Now, now here's the thought this morning. Is, is that the, the smells, smells influence a room, right? Now, that can be good, and it can be pretty bad sometimes, right? <laughs> uh, and there's fragrances that, that uh, bring things to mind. Maybe sometimes they can bring people to mind or, or situations or, or different smells for a different purpose. And, and, and so we, we're going to test this out a little bit this morning. So, so I've got a few smells in my handy little Coke bag here. Uh, and the, the, the good smells. Pretty much good smells. Uh, and, and this morning, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you guys, I'm, I'm, I've got a couple of them are aerosols, so I kind of want to spray it in front of your nose in a, in a sense. Uh, um, but if you close your eyes, and what I want you to do is see if you can pick the smell or the purpose of that smell, or, or where, where would you use that smell? Where would you find that smell? Is that all good? I promise I won't squirt you properly, but, uh, but here we go. So I want you to, this is a bit of a test because, uh, here we go. Okay, right. Okay, so close eyes. Here we go. Here we go. The first smell. This one's not a spray, the first one. See if you can... Oh, if I can open the lid. Here we go. Okay, have a... Okay. Oh, there you go. Okay, there you, can you smell that? Okay, okay, cool. You, you hold, keep that thought. Can you smell... Peter, here we go. Can you smell that? Okay, what, what do you... Uh, Kristen, what do you think that is? Cinnamon. Cinnamon. What do you think that is, Peek? Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Yes, that's the first one down right. Okay, so where would you use that, guys? Where would you use cinnamon? Pancakes. Pancakes. Milk tarts? Brilliant. <laughs> milk tarts. What's a milk tart? Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Okay, here's second smell. Now, this one is a spray, so I'll kind of spray it in front of you. Okay, see how you, see how you get on with that one. Okay, here we go. Here we go. It's going to kind of, I'll, I'll come behind you and... There we go. If you can, you can kind of lean forward and maybe. Actually, you could hold your arm out. Actually, where, where there about that? Here we go. I'll just spray it on your wrist, eh? Here we go. It might be cold. Here we go. Maybe I'll can I spray it on your hand and just see what you think. There you go. Have a smell of that. What, what's that one? What is that one? 
Peter, what do you reckon that is? Ladies deodorant. <laughs> okay, it, uh, well, yeah, pretty, well, it, it's actually Black Knight and it's for boys. <laughs> but it is deodorant, so. Yeah, maybe you should keep that one. You're going to have that one. <laughs> okay, now this is a tricky one. But, but here's the thing. So there's a purpose in all these smells. Uh, and the, the smell, you can, you can recollect and, and you can either bring it to a room or a person or, here we go, last one. Last one. Close your eyes, this one here. Maybe I'll spray this one on your, on your hand as well, eh? See what you think this one is. Oh, no. Oh. Here we go. Here we go. Just on your hand. Just a little bit of a spray. Here we go, a little bit of a spray. There we go. Okay, this is a tricky one. This is one going to test you here, this one. It's lemon toilet spray? It's, it's lemon, yeah, you're right. What do you think, Peter? Lemon, um, it's lemon, yep. Lemon furniture polish. Oh, look, very good. Oh, I think the boys, the boys went over here. You can. Oh, there you go. And so, so that's pledge. And what's used, Peter just said they're used to clean different things. So, well, brilliant. Uh, now, I've got one more really quick one. One more really quick one. Here we go. So, I'll, I'll take that off you, Pete. There, one more. Brilliant. You guys are smashing this. This is excellent. Oh, John. Oh, your tissue. Oh, brilliant. Very good. There you go. Uh, you get that at Countdown and Pack and Save, you two, by the way, as well. Uh, here we go. Here's the last one. See if you can, can work out what this one is. No, no, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to let you do that one. That's right. Uh, hey, fantastic, you can open your eyes there. That was a pair of socks I was going to No, I'm not going to let you do that. Okay, come on, big round of applause for Peter Kitt. Well done, you guys. Grab a crunchy bar down the end there. Fantastic. Weren't they good? They made that difficult for me, those guys. I thought they were going to have a bit more trouble with that. But here's the thing. The smells that we smell can influence a room in your home or on your body or wherever we go, and they bring back recollections. And the thought this morning is, is that you and I carry an aroma and a fragrance with us as well. And what you carry can influence other people. It can influence other people for, in good ways. It can influence other people in maybe not so good ways. But here's the thing is that you and I, we both, we all carry something with us uh, everywhere we go. And, and, and we're all the same in these here. And the Bible says this in 2 Corinthians 2, verse 15 and 16. And, and this one's going to pop up on the screens here. It says, this, as far as God is concerned, there is a sweet, wholesome fragrance in our lives. It is the fragrance of Christ within us an aroma to both the saved and the unsaved all around us. To those who are not being saved, we are a fearful smell of death and doom, while to those who know Christ, we are a life-giving perfume. Can I ask you today, how do you smell? How do you smell? Maybe sniff the person beside you right now. See how good they're smelling right now. What aroma. What aroma does our lives carry around with us? Now, now, here's the thing, I'm, I'm not really talking about lift your arm up and smell the person beside you, right? But what I am talking about is, is what do we carry in there? What does our, our character, our, uh, the way we go to work, what we do on, on Mondays, how we help people, how we maybe talk about people, what we, what we hear, what we listen, what we do, what we see, what aroma does that carry with it. And, and the reality is that we're all the same. We're all the same because we all have the same challenges with what we hear. 
We all hear differently. We have filters. We have experiences. Like, like, like for Denise and, I, Denise and I, and if you're a married couple, and if you're, if you're a husband, you know this to be true, that, that when your wife says to you, how does this dress look? <laughs> you're doomed if you do, and you're doomed if you don't. If you say it's nice, they say, what do you really mean? If you say it's amazing or it's okay, they will say, well, well does it look, make my look big? And guys, word of advice, stay silent. Don't say a thing. Don't say a thing. Because I'm saying, wow, darling, it looks amazing. The best dress you've ever, ever worn. But she's not hearing that. She's hearing that, what do you mean? It's just nice. See, what we hear, the way we filter what we hear is a challenge for us. It's a challenge for us with what we do. You know, sometimes at work, when we're, when we're faced, how, what do people say about you at work? What do they notice about you? Are you the guy that always leaves before five o'clock? Or, or, or are you the, the lady that is always there and finishes no matter what to the best of your ability and goes the extra mile? See, it's a challenge. We are always challenged with what we do. We're challenged with what we say. Our words we used and, and, and our filters and our perceptions and the way we communicate in this age of, of connectivity and social media and texting and stuff. Is some, who's ever found you've sent a text to somebody and, and you've had this thought, a nice thought, and it's this, the, the language of the text and, and all that kind of stuff, it, it works to the opposite for you. See, what we say is important. You know, in those times in the, in the smoker room at, at, at work or in the lunch room out, on the, out in uni, and, you know, are you the one who's the positive guy that everyone wants to be around? Or do we carry another, like another smell with us where we're the critical one? And, and, and I must say, I think this is one of the biggest challenges to us uh, as Christians, and, and, and I think the biggest need of protection that we, that we need to be aware of is, is the things that come out of our mouths. Uh, because they are powerful. The Bible says they are powerful to what? Uh, to encouraging and lifting up and pulling down. And, and this morning in your notes, we're going we're gonna to have a real fast look at Daniel. And, and I'd encourage you to, to have a look in your, in your Bible during the week. Or, or if you haven't got a Bible, there's, there's a great YouVersion uh, Holy Bible app and you can read through there. Or, or we've got Bibles at the info desk we'd love to give to you. But, but Daniel was like the MVP of a Babylon at the time. And, and this was because he had incredible influence, uh, and he used his influence to point the way to God. And see, Daniel's a story, to give you a bit of a background, he was, he was from the, uh, the royal family of, of, of David's royal family, and for hundreds of years, uh, they, uh, they were on the throne in Jerusalem, but, but in 605 BC, which is a long, long time ago, there was a, a Babylonian king named Nebuchadnezzar who came and besieged Jerusalem and, and he carried people off. He, he took away a lot of the royal kids, the royal family, uh, but, not, but not just every a royal kid there was. He looked for the beautiful ones. His, his whole image was to have ones who looked handsome and were well built uh, and he carried them off back to his palace and he put them into three years of training. Three years of, of service for him that would prepare them for service in his kingdom. And, and Daniel was known. He was known for his wisdom and incredible intelligence. And, and, and he was a looker and he was a thinker as well. And, 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 but Daniel and his friends, 
uh, they were found to be ten times more wiser uh, than any of the other experience of the magicians and the enchanters that were in the land at that time. And, and, and Daniel's speciality was he was a, a guy that could interpret a dream. He, he interpreted a dream, and, and he, he was not just a wise dream interpreter, but he was known by his unwavering faithfulness uh, for the law of Moses at the time and for, and for God. And, and he chose not to defile himself with the king's food. But he, he also arrived in Babylon, and toward the end of his life, he continues to pray. And, and you'll know this story where, where the king issues a law and, and says, There's only, you can only pray to me, the king. And Daniel, uh, he doesn't do that. He prays to his God, the one true God. He stands his ground. He, he gets a bit of courage on and stands uh, in the midst of this storm. And he prays to his God. And he is, he is God's in a bit of trouble because of that. One of the incredible things about Daniel that you might not know about, about Daniel's life was this, was that there is absolutely zero dirt in the Bible on him. Uh, we, we read stories about Abraham and, and Hagar and his story. Moses, Harry, struck the rock and then he, he, he couldn't go into the promised land. That David, he, he committed adultery and, and, and murder. And, and then there was Noah and there's Job, but, but there's nothing on Daniel. There's, there's nothing on him. And, and in fact, the only way that his opponents of the time in Babylon could, could try and find something about him was, was to make it illegal to obey God. And that's where they kind of, they got him. So, so let's pick up the story in your notes there. Uh, Daniel chapter 5, verse 13 and 17. And it says this. So Daniel was brought in before the king. They asked him, are you Daniel, one of the exiles brought from Judah by my predecessor, King Nebuchadnezzar? I have heard that you have the spirit of the gods within you and that you are filled with insight, understanding and wisdom. My wise men and enchanters have tried to read the words on the wall and tell me their meaning, but they cannot do it. So I am told that you can give interpretations and solve difficult problems. If you can read these words and tell me their meaning, you will be clothed in purple robes of royal honor, and you will have a gold chain placed around your neck. You will become the third highest ruler in the kingdom." Daniel answered the king and said, you can keep your gifts or you can give them to someone else, but I will tell you what the writing means. See, people that had worked with Daniel, he was, he was like the MVP of the land because people that had worked with him had noticed what he was carrying. Like if you like in our context this morning, you know, what he smelt like, what the influence that he had and his qualities, they noticed that he, was, he had courage. See, Daniel wasn't afraid to confront the king to tell him what his dream was about. Uh, he, he also had charisma. He had the Spirit of God was on his life. He was walking close with God. He had character. He was committed to God and, and prayed those three times a day, whether he was allowed to or not. He, God was his king, and God, he was going to serve God no matter what. He was competent to it at his work. What he did, Daniel was an excellent at what he did, and, and he was the best interpreter on, of dreams in the whole of Babylon in that time. See, Daniel was the, like the MVP of Babylon, and because of this, he was able to influence people to point them to God. See, Daniel's story today, and, and if you forget anything else, uh, I, I want you to remember this, that Daniel's story helps us today to look at what we do tomorrow. Uh, from our Mondays to Saturdays, from our Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays, right through the week, 
um, but to also see how God uses us, how God has used us, that he has ordained what you do. Here's a plan and a purpose for what you do. Here's the thing, you and I carry an aroma, and it's a fragrance that is able to influence other people and point them to God. You and I carry that in. And we've got, we've got three really quick points here. And these are quick five points that I really want us to challenge us today and to think about because they will fit into every context of your life and my life. And the first one is this. To love Mondays, we need to take another look. Take another look at our situations. I've got a, a photo right there right now. And, and we've been blessed to be on an amazing holiday just recently. And, and so this is actually the city of Athens. Uh, and, and this is uh, actually up on the hill where the Acropolis thing is. That's where these big stone pillars have been for thousands of years. And, and it's absolutely fascinating sight. Uh, down here somewhere uh, on, on this side, just on the side of the picture there, uh, the tour guide will tell you that that is where the Apostle Paul preached his first message to the Acropolis. Um, to the Acropolis yeah, right down there, his first message. I'm thinking, wow, that's incredible. Wow, the Apostle Paul was just right down there preached his first message. You can check that out in Acts 17. You can read this story. He was right there. I was fascinated by that. And Denise is looking there and says, look, there's an Ikea. (laughs) Ikea is a furniture shop. (laughs) Who cares? The Apostle Paul was down here. (laughs) Ikea. God, Ikea. But here's the thing. It's like tomorrow morning when you go to work or you go to school or to university. How about re-entering that room with another perspective? How about re-entering your workplace with it by taking another look? Taking maybe another look at the people there and, and, and maybe believing the best when you're hearing the worst. Maybe it's, maybe it's at morning tea time when it's the bag, the boss session. Maybe it's taking another look and saying, I'm going to be the one who stands up. Taking another look helps you to stand from another perspective and, and, and it helps to, the Bible says, Matthew 13, 16, but blessed are your eyes because they see. And tomorrow when you go to work to uni, Enter the room with another view. Pray before as you're driving or you're on your bike or you're on the train or you're stuck in the motorway. Take that time to pray, God, today, uh, help me to have another look and see how you see this workplace. Take another look. Take the time uh, because you can, carry, you can carry an aroma and a presence with you tomorrow uh, that can change your workplace, that can change your school. A fragrance that the Bible says that it was within us and that we carry. Come on, the second thing is this. To love Mondays, we need to take another step. I love the scripture. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 and 8. Band, you can come now. Just quietly be great. Uh, Deuteronomy says, Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, He is the one who goes with you. Get this, everybody. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Did we get that? Because if I'm, if I'm honest, one of the biggest things that, that I struggle with, especially when things are hard, is, God, what are you doing? And, and when we're kind of saying that, we're saying, God, where are you? And, and, and that, that's, that's almost a lie because the truth of the Word of God is that He says He will always be with you. There's nothing 
that will cause him to leave you. There's not for one minute will he leave you alone. We can drift from him. We can run from him. But he will always be there. See, to have an influence means this. Uh, To have an influence on people or situations means to affect what they do or what happens. And I think by taking another step of bold, with boldness and courage tomorrow, maybe in small ways, just to be able to stand and influence others for good. How about showing up early? I, I know for, for some employees that the boss will fall off his seat if people turn up early. And, and if people will stay late and, and, and be committed, if people will look after customers, go over and above what they say, you know, uh, you know in, the, in those times when things are getting tough, you know, uh, will we take another step and, and refuse to be a part of the gossip that's going around and to stand up and find the positive, to find the goodness? Because some of those things will just change our workplaces totally. And, and here's the thing. I, I really felt this, this for this morning, that, that what, what is it to be strong and courageous? And, and you might not be feeling right, very strong right now. Maybe strong in your faith or strong in your body or strong in your spirit. And, and, and what is it to be courageous? Here's the thing. Is that when Jesus ascended to, to heaven, he said in Acts, he said, I'm going to send someone that's going to help you. It's called the Holy Spirit. And he is like the power of God manifested here on this place. In Acts 2, he's going to send him. Jesus has to go, and the Holy Spirit will come. The Holy Spirit comes in Acts chapter 2, and he comes in power. He comes to comfort you, but he comes to give you strength. He comes to give you courage to be able to stand in the workplace, to be able to stand in your homes, to be able to stand with your friends. He comes to give you strength. And and I I want to challenge you this morning that if you've never experienced the power of the Holy Spirit, come on, I want you to come up here after our our service. I'm I'm determined I'm going to be there and pray for people this morning. If you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit or you got dry or you need to be filled afresh again, come on, down here after the service. We want to do that because He wants to give you strength for what you're facing. Who wants to walk around, uh, walk around in life with uh, being lackluster with no energy? We want to be like the Energizer Bunny, right? Energizer Bunny and the Holy Spirit. So come on, can I challenge you after our service this morning? I'd love to be able to do that. Third and final thing is this: is to, to love Mondays. We need to stand, take another stand. Luke six forty seven. But to all those who come and listen and obey me, are like a man who builds a house on a strong foundation laid upon the rock. When the floodwaters rise and and break against the house, it stands firm for it is strongly built. This week, as as you look at Mondays and as you look at your week, come on, let's take another stand. Where's a good place to stand? Upon a good foundation. Where's a great place to stand? On, On the rock on the Word of God, on what God has done in your life and what Jesus means to us, the way, the truth, and the life. What an incredible place to stand. Why don't we make that our starting point? And one of the greatest things that that I've seen in my life is that my dad has a strong foundation. He was telling me this week, he was in like the the Kmart car park this week and and ran into some some person who'd had a bad day. I don't know how they started talking, but they end up praying for this person in the Kmart car park, that God would meet with them that God would change this situation. Wow. (laughs) K 
Kmart probably lost a sale. But there was a meeting where, where just a, a, a person just like you and me took a stand and said, I've got a foundation that, that you would transform your life. Can I pray? I think the person, I don't know how good that person's English was, so he didn't know what the answer was, but he prayed anyway. It was awesome. In the middle of a car park. Come on, take a stand this week. Start this week from a new place. Take, let this week be a place where you re-enter some rooms. Will you re-enter some, some words that you've spoken? Maybe re-enter some of the actions that you've done that, that your influence may increase and point the way to a loving Father who has hope for every single, single person. Come on, this week, choose to take a stand. You know, when the kids, when the kids just don't wanna, wanna do what you're asking them to do, <laughs> when, they're, when they're late or when they're, when they're just feeling miserable and you're trying to get going. and Come on, take another look. Take another look at what's happening. When, when you're at university at school and maybe people are just saying stuff that, that is just like you feel the, the, the smell, the stench of what they're saying. Come on, take a stand. Take a stand in the workplace tomorrow morning. For some of you, when you get the first phone call from the grumpy customer on Monday morning, what about taking another step? Praying before you get to the, to the office, before you pick up the phone, God, give me words to say. Let me hear what's really happening. Help me to do what you would do. Come on, why don't, we, why don't we take a moment right here? I, I, I just feel like the, that God, the Holy Spirit, wants to speak to some people. And, and sometimes that's just in this genuineness of our heart where we, we just take a moment and we just, we just close our eyes. And If you're comfortable to do that, no one's going to be looking around. But, but to open our hearts and say, God, will you speak to me? Will, will you help me? Will you guide me right Praise your mighty name, God. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Maybe God's speaking right now. We, we you, you've been there. Maybe being the aroma in the in your workplace, and that's that you're just you're just getting challenged right now. Maybe from some behaviours or things you've said. Or... Come on, make a make a stand for tomorrow to to take another look, to to take a stand, to to listen to what's happening, listen to what God is saying. Perhaps you're on the other side of that where you're kind of kind of in the middle of stuff that's going on and you're, you're just struggling. You don't like what's happening, but you're, you're also not taking a stand. And I just said today, God is just going to come and give you some strength for today, strength for tomorrow, strength for every day, courage, courage to to influence just like salt does to a meal. Hallelujah. Praise your mighty name, O God. 
maybe today you're here and, and, and you've tried doing life your way, but it, it's not working. And maybe you've been brought along today or you've come by yourself and, and you're just at that point of life where we say, no, I, just, I just give up. There's got to be another way. Well, well, can I say that Jesus Christ come to make that way for you? He loves you. He's got a plan and a purpose for your life. And, and right now, maybe He's knocking on the door of your heart saying, saying oh, I've got a better way for you. And if that's you this morning, this is, this is really simple. I'm, I'm going to pray a prayer. And, and this morning, everyone, we're gonna, our whole church is going to pray this and support you. If you're praying for this for the first time or, or coming back to the Lord today, maybe you've walked away. But this morning, we're going to pray a prayer saying, God, Lord, I accept you right now. Would you come in and be my Lord and be my Savior? And, and Lord, and it's like we, we confess, we say, God, we're, Lord, I know that you're going to forgive me, Lord, as I come to you this morning. So church, why don't you repeat this after me? Let's repeat it all together this morning. Let's pray. God, today, I surrender my life to you. God, I know of sin, but I believe, Jesus, you died for me. I turn from my old life and turn to you. Come in and be my Lord and my Savior. Make me brand new today. I choose from this day to live for you. Come on, everyone. Can we make some noise? A big round of applause for every person that prayed that, that prayer for the first time today. Church, in a moment, we're going to sing. But, but if you prayed that prayer, we want to help you on this journey. And, and it's real simple. We, you'll see in front of you, there's an orange connect card. And I'd love it if you would fill that out. And we're not going to turn up on your doorstep, but we would love to help you on this journey. And so if you fill that out, and, and if you could pop that to the info desk or, or in our offering bucket, say, we'd love, we've got a Bible and some information. We would love to get into your hands this morning. So what a great decision. What a great choice you've made today. Come on, why don't we stand right now? Uh, Denise is going to come. Uh, actually, Kylie is going to come right now. Father, we praise you for your goodness, Lord God. Lord, we give you all the honor. We give you all the praise. We thank you for what you're doing in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.